Welcome to the Hill Pursuit Podcast, where we talk about training and life. Enjoy the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? How's it going? This is Thursday, July 22, a little later in the day, four o'clock in the afternoon, trying something a little different here today. But uh, welcome to the Hill Pursuit Podcast. This is episode 34 today. We're getting up there in, uh, in the 30s. We're getting close to the mid-30s. Um, I'm Hayden. This is Mitch. Thanks for following along. If you've been following along, um, you can find all of our other episodes, 33 other episodes, streaming on Spotify, Podbean, and Google Podcasts. Of course, you can check out our, um, our website, hillpursuit.com. Find all the, the links to those episodes, along with our daily blog about fitness training and life. Um, all on that on that website and then of course we have an email account hillpursuit at gmail.com so please um, if you're a frequent listener or maybe this is your first time and you want to just touch base say hi or or follow our stuff please do all that and then of course check us out on uh, social media facebook and instagram at hill pursuit that's enough of that mitch what's going on how's it going it's good man i'm uh Excited to talk about what we uh, kind of plan to <clears throat> put on the uh, board today to speak about, but everything's good. <clears throat> I'll just, uh, we'll dive in. It's been, I don't know why it's felt like it's been a while, <clears throat> excuse me, but I don't, I don't think it really has been much more. Hold on one sec, someone's uh, side the mother grass outside of my house here quick. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel the same way. It has been, it has been a little bit. Um, so if you are new, um, the, we, we try to put out one episode weekly, um, for right now of the podcast, of course, some, sometime in the future, we would like to increase that frequency and, um, you know, we'd love to, but for right now, that's our goal. And we've been doing a pretty good job at sticking to that. Um, we're a little over halfway through the year at this point, um, almost done with July already. And this being episode 34, we're pretty much on track. It has been about eight days since our last one. So it hasn't been a perfect week. Um, but some weeks we hit one every seven days, some weeks we have two or three within seven days and some weeks we just get one per week and it's not even a perfect seven day window. So that's our goal. We've been, we've been hitting it so far and we're going to keep doing that and put some, put some cool content out. Um, yeah, I agree. Today will be pretty cool. Um, not every single episode is, um, you know, science driven or practically driven. It's a little bit of everything in between. So some days we go by the seat of our pants and some days we have a cool topic. This is something we've been talking about doing a little bit and um, just talking about it. That's really it. Not no, no mind blowing solutions to, to any of the world's problems or anything, but, um, definitely a, a cool conversation. But I guess before we dive into that, like we typically do, let's talk about what we're doing for our own training right now. Why don't you start? Sounded like you had a cool run today, but what else has been going on? Um, yeah, lately? yeah I, wanna, I wrote a blog, uh, yesterday I had a session and I thought it was, I was looking forward to it. I worked all weekend and then, um, uh, oh, I worked the, the, not all weekend. I was off the weekend and I worked Monday, Tuesday and I was looking forward to training and I kind of got, got going in my warm up, 
and felt decent. And then I uh, went under the bar for the squat and things were not feeling good. My mobility wasn't there. Uh, things felt heavy. I couldn't get in the groove of squatting. I felt all over the place and the weight felt heavier than normal. And uh, I thought I thought maybe it was just because uh, I had a heavier bar on my back and then I moved into some other, some body weight work and then uh, I moved into uh, my conditioning and it didn't get better. <laughs> uh, it was just, uh, it was one of them days that things were, uh, the stars did not align, but that's okay. We pushed through and then I ended up going for a run today and um, overall the run, the run felt well, the run felt pretty good. Um, slowly improving my running as uh, the blog said, I'm, I'm not by means a, a great runner, but I've always, I've always been kind of decent at it. Um, it will come back to me quick. I think that's just the years of having to run for sport kind of have that base there already. So uh, that's slowly coming back, but um, yeah, it was, it's been good now. It's not a, that temperature is definitely cooling down this week a little bit, but. Yeah. Today, this morning was um, really cool outside. I didn't have anything to do outside today in terms of training. I just rode on the trainer, but um, I was outside with the dog a little bit early morning. Yeah. It was an, it was a beautiful morning. It's, it's even a little cooler now. So, you yeah. know, being four o'clock, it's nice. But um, yeah, so yeah, I saw that blog. Um, I think we all have those days, so it's super important to um, to, to to remember that we're human and we're not going to have it every single day, you know. So I'll probably link that blog, just that post. It was just from yesterday, seven twenty-one, but I'll probably link it in the notes just because it's an important one for people to read. Um, we have those days. We're not, you know, not every training day is going to be perfect. You're not going to hit every single number. I know we say that all the time, but it's nice to actually read about it. And from our perspective, you'll, you see that in yesterday's blog, which was really, really cool. So, um, anyways, for myself, this week is, you know, I'm eight weeks out from Ironman Maryland, exactly eight weeks. Um, well, I guess this is exactly eight weeks this week, but so seven and a half weeks now, but, um, the volume is definitely cranking up, uh, for sure. So I think this is a, a 14 hour week. I think next week is 15. And then I think I have one more up week. So 16 or 17 that following week, and then another down week followed by, Probably, I would guess, based on what I think I'll need to taper, I would guess two more up weeks and then a smaller week and then a, almost just like a, a full taper week. Mm -hmm. um, so I would, I would bet I'll be up to around probably just like 16, 18 hours in, in terms of volume, weekly volume, um, you know, to – to the year, it might not sound like a lot. Um, you know, if you're looking at a seven day week, that's zero, zero rest days. Um, Mondays have typically always been my recovery day. So I'll just do like an hour bike and an easy swim or an easy run. Um, so still close to the two hours, but um, yeah, about two hours per day. Some days are only an hour, which means some days are closer to three hours just depends. Um, 
this weekend. I'm really looking forward to this weekend. It's going to be my longest ride. Not even crazy long, three and a half hours. I know that that sounds really, really long, but um, for what I've been doing, it's it's really only another half hour jump from last weekend. And then, you know, I, I've done a, a few three hour rides, but yeah, three and a half is this weekend, four is next weekend. So I'm really looking forward to those. And I say that because I've been putting a lot of time and energy into figuring out my nutrition plan um, for the bike. And I only have eight weeks left to practice it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and there, there's really only one ride weekly to practice it. And it's on the weekend for the long, 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 long ride. So um, every single weekend from here on out, I need to, I'll be practicing a, a new nutrition protocol because I've been reading some things and listening to some other podcasts, ironically enough, and learning that I have like my, my protocol was not getting me enough carbohydrates. Um, so I, I dug deep into um, the nutrition of what I, what I had been taking in my, my protocol before and the liquid fuel that I was using it was great. It tasted fine. And it, it had, um, a lot of sodium, it plenty, plenty of sodium, but it didn't have near enough carbohydrate. And I thought that was fine because I also, um, I also took, uh, some gels or some, some goose and those have a, a little bit of carbohydrate, but enough, enough more carbohydrate that I thought it was fine. Um, but just thinking back to how, how quickly I needed to change my entire game plan for the run of the half Ironman, I needed to change. I knew I needed to change something. So did a little bit of research and, and figured out a new game plan. And, um, it's really cool. I found this company. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's just called infinite. Um, I'll first say I have not tried the actual supplement yet, but I did order it and it came today. You can, um, you can make a custom blend of a powder and you can choose to put however many grams of carbohydrate in it as you want. You can put however many grams of amino acid, protein, sodium, um, other electrolytes, you choose the mixture. It's really, really cool. It's called infinite. So I really don't care if it tastes like garbage or tastes delicious, frankly, because mm -hmm. it has what I needed to have in it. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'll be testing that out this weekend on my three and a half hour ride. Um, and what else I have this new, so sometimes on the ride, I like having solid food if it's really long. And I haven't really been able to find a good carbohydrate bar or some sort of solid food. So I found this, it's, it's called scratch labs, which is pretty popular. I just had never tried it before. And there's like 30 some grams in one of the bars. And of course it's not going to digest as quickly, but that's okay on the bike because I need it for the end of the bike and then into the run. So, um, I'm going to be playing around with those bars, the goose that I always use. And then this new supplement drink, um, this weekend. And the big thing with that, 
um, in communicating with my coach and just other athletes is you're going to fail the nutrition check a few times. Like it's not going to go perfectly this weekend. I highly doubt it, you know, so I'll need to go back to the drawing board and re-strategize before my next big ride and then do the same thing again. And then hopefully a few weeks out, hopefully I get it dialed in to the point that I don't have GI issues. I'm not, I don't have to pull over to pee all the time or, you know, whatever the case may be. But um, yeah, I'm really hoping to dial that in over the next few weeks and practice. So that'll be, that was a big one for me. I put a lot of time into that this past week and, and I have something that I'm confident with and we'll see if it works. Um, But going into the run off of that, you don't really, carry a whole lot with you i'm i'm comfortable just using what the course has so the bike is the most important for fueling yeah carry a few things with you on the run but i mean you're not you're not carrying a backpack so you typically just rely on the course so we'll see how that goes um and i I made another note here that i wanted to talk about this we um we had a friend of the show on not too long ago actually in terms of episodes ago but probably a few weeks ago now, um, Ken Rogers, who attempted um, to set the world record for pull-ups in 24 hours. Um, I spoke with him either yesterday or the day before, and uh, we definitely want to get him back on the show to, one, talk about that and how that went for him. We're not going to really spoil it, um, but we'll, we'll let him kind of – tell that story but yeah we want him back on for that and then he's also got some really cool stuff planned for the future that i'd like to have him um just kind of pick his brain about um and we'll talk about that too and then the other note that i made and you can probably comment on this i'm pretty sure you have a relative who's doing the same full iron man that i'm doing is that right i do yeah my aunt yeah yeah i we have to get her on. <laughs> we have to. Yeah. She already agreed to it. She was supposed to do the Lake Placid. Um, and, Which is uh, this weekend. Is that, is it this weekend? Yeah, yeah. It's this weekend. So she was supposed to do that. And then there were some some things about the whole COVID. Stuff. Yeah, a bunch of political stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's, she's still, she wasn't cool with, so. She pulled out of that one and then found, uh, and then found this one. So, um, yeah, we definitely will get her on. I spoke with her before. She was definitely willing to come on the show. She's been training pretty hard. I know I just seen her a couple weekends ago and she had a long bike ride. So, yeah, so it's going to be cool. Like I said, if if I'm able to make you, it'd be awesome to come down to Maryland and uh, watch her and we'll go at it. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Plus, she's she's experienced in triathlon, right? She has done a few, yeah. yeah I think so this is her first uh, one to this this size. Oh, it is? Okay. For some reason, I thought I remembered that she had I, done I could be wrong. Yeah, um, doesn't matter. Guess, but yeah. anyway, would love to hear her perspective because she's probably more experienced than I am because I'm very inexperienced. But, um, you know learning from a lot of people and she's one that I would love to hear from. And I'm sure our listeners would love to get that perspective also, just kind of see where she's at. You guys hear how, hear how I'm doing and where I'm at all the time. So um, yeah, that'd be really cool. We should plan that soon just so we can 
because of course it's going to get crazy for her and for me and I swear we get closer to that date so carving out a free half hour to 45 minutes might be difficult if we have 20 hour training weeks but um anyway we'll plan that we'll we'll get her on here shortly but okay that's a long enough intro I guess that uh let's dive into what we kind of wanted to talk about and the key like the main thing we wanted to talk about is just I mean why people need to have a program or why people might want to have a program or work with a coach or someone who can hold them accountable, who has the knowledge for the type of training that they're, that they're looking for. Okay. It's not to say, it's not to say that, you know, I, I just used the word need. Does everybody need to have this? No, I guess that's not the best word to use, but, um, you know, with our backgrounds, we would probably comfortably say, yeah, you, everybody probably does need this. Um, if you're not in this field or in the, the world of health and fitness, it's kind of, it can be very, very confusing to figure out what to do, how often to do it, how hard to do it, um, you know, how many sets and reps and you know, how many days per week you should be doing X, Y, Z to meet a certain goal. Not just that, but what, what should your food look like? You know, and there's so many, you know, we, we call them quick fixes, I guess. There's so many of these in the health and fitness world that I think it just gets very, very cluttered. Um, and it almost, I mean, in my opinion, I've seen it at a couple of facilities and within um, certain clients. In my opinion, there's so much information that people don't know where to start. Then they do start, they just throw a dart with their eyes closed and wherever it sticks, that's where they start. They don't know what to do to reach their goal or even just to maintain fitness or health. So they're essentially setting themselves up for failure because they're still trying to take in all this information and they're listening to 30 days to a six pack and the ketogenic diet and why it works for you. You know, you know, the, whatever fad they're listening to, they're listening to it, getting all this information, not knowing really how to apply it to themselves. And then the cycle just continues when they don't meet their goal or they move farther and farther away from their goal. And I just think this world of the quick fix is very, very confusing and can be extremely frustrating for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And when we first kind of set out doing the podcast, I definitely hope that was one thing if people decide to listen that we could kind of hit home for people that are maybe just starting out and I think this is a this is a big one for me I, I care about this because how many people would you talk to that say I don't know what to do I stopped going to the gym because I don't know what to do or on the other hand people have gotten nowhere in the last five years because they keep trying the new thing that has came out and yeah I, I think it's I think it's less people telling me 
that they don't know what to do and more that I just see people trying new things like every month or every week and just going nowhere. Like your, your second point is literally what I see every single day. Yeah. And you know, sometimes it's no fault to them because some people don't know what they don't know. And, um, and it's till they find that right resource that, that might put them on that right path. And, you know, quick fixes are everywhere. They're in the, they're in the training world, the fitness world, they're in every aspect, you know, business world, you know, the most successful businesses didn't get started on a gimmick. You know, it takes discipline, constant work, just putting in the time, no different than training. So, um, and I think, like you said, I think you hit the nail on the head. Not everyone needs a coach. Can people benefit from a coach? Yes. But do I think everyone should be on some sort of basic programming? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm taking a quick note here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, these quick fixes. First of all, I agree. Everybody should have some sort of structured program. And, you know, when we say everybody should have a program, it's not just you know, here's, uh, here's the resource of bodybuilding.com, um, print it out. There's an eight week program, three, two, one, go. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a program that has, you know, sound knowledge and science behind its design and, you know, um, a watchful eye and someone who has experience coaching and working with clients, walking you through the structure and walking you through that program. So it's not simply a blanket program that's found online or in a magazine. Um, but it's more than that. You, you need the, you need a, a little bit of a personal touch, um, someone to keep you accountable. And I think the first place that people should start is honestly accountability before even getting a coach. So, you know, if, if you and me had no clue about fitness and didn't know what we were doing in the weight room or how to eat food, we could say, okay, look, we want to do something. We want to make this change. Most often it's like a weight loss goal. So let's say, okay, we each want to lose 20 pounds, whatever the goal is, right? If we're telling that to each other and, you know, every day at noon, we're going to text each other about our workout and what we've had to eat so far throughout the day. Boom, there's your accountability. You know, I think that's a great first step for people who might be intimidated to get a coach or get someone to work with them one on one to create a program to work towards some goals, you know, whatever, is find a friend or family member who will hold you accountable um, to a fault all the time, every single day. You have to text them your workouts. You have to tell them um, what's going well, what you're eating, what's not going well, what you're struggling with. That is very, very important. Now, if you're someone who's, who's ready to take the step to have a coach, of course, there's a financial step involved as well. But if you're just personally ready and you can deal with someone telling you, look, this is what I know is good for you. And this is, these are the steps that are going to get you there. Then that person can, that coach can be your accountability person. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know we both do a little bit of um, help. We, we offer a little bit of help to some people who are close to us, maybe some family and friends for right now. And 
as a side note, we're of course going to be offering that for, um, you know, the, the Hill Pursuit following and, and those, those listeners at some point. But for right now, we're helping people within our circles. And that's the number one thing that people need is accountability. Um, so that's, that's the first place you should start. Um, if you're able to have a coach, then that coach can be your accountability person. Um, but yeah, you also said something I made a note of that these quick fixes and, you know, you can call them fads if it's a diet, you know, you can call it a fad if it's a, um, like a workout video, right? Like the beach body video, I don't, you know, beach body, Billy blanks, whatever abs, all that mm-hmm. stuff, man, it's crazy. Super, super popular. I mean, we, we talk about the, the popularity of, of those videos. We talk about that in school. Like we talk about that in college, how it happened, what it looked like, what the fitness industry, like how it trended towards um, those videos. And then the numbers and the exponential growth of people doing fitness things. Like it just exploded in the eighties and then like exploded in popularity. So it's great. It got people moving. Right. But there, not everything about those videos was great. Okay. A lot of it was, um, you know, repackaged the same material from somebody else, nothing new, nothing mind blowing. Yes. They have very fit people participating in these videos. So it looks like, man, if I do this, I'm going to reach my goals, but there's just a lot of misinformation. Anyways, the point you made earlier, that was a long way to, to get here, but the point you made earlier is that this is everywhere. It's not just, it's not even just in health and fitness. It's literally everywhere, everywhere. So, you know, we're in the middle of, in the middle of hopefully on the back end of this pandemic. Right. But, um, as it was happening, there's just mass hysteria, right? People are, we're not going to get crazy political here, but people are freaking out. Everybody's masking up. People are staying inside. Rightfully so to some, right? But um, the number one killer, um, even compared to COVID every single year is cardiovascular disease. Number one, every single year, some sort of heart disease. And the number one and two thing that you can do to reduce the likelihood of some type of um, some type of event or, or cardiovascular event, or, um, you know, of course, death, the number one and two thing that you can do to prevent that, or just reduce the likelihood of it happening is diet and exercise number one and two. Mm-hmm. And you are going to see so many people breeze over that fact and tell you that you need a pill, that you need to watch this and um, sleep like this and eat like this and work out like this. And some of it might be okay and some of it might not be, but a lot of those things are misinformation and the, and what they lack also is the accountability and the oversight from someone who holds your hand and creates a path for you to get healthier and work towards your goals. Um, 
one more thing and then I'll let you jump in. I'm sure you're taking notes on what I'm saying. But um, even just earlier today, I had someone um, text me and tell me not to use a certain type of sunscreen because there's an ingredient that can lead to cancer in the sunscreen. And I responded by, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fine. It's a great reminder, right? Hey, look, this, this might lead to cancer sunscreen that people have been using for probably however long sunscreen's been, <laughs> been invented. People have been using this sunscreen and all of a sudden, oh, don't use the sunscreen. But um, what about how exercise and diet have an effect on reducing cancer? What about that? It's mm -hmm. like when people tell me stuff like, oh, change the sunscreen you're using um, or, you know, this toothpaste might not be great for this reason or, you know, whatever it is. This is just along the quick fix line of thought. Um, people don't want to face the reality that, look, I can actually reduce my likelihood of almost every single kind of cancer through, through diet and exercise. Um, at the very least, I'll reduce the severity of it. And people breeze over those facts because that's hard to do. That's why people have coaches. It is so hard to work out perfectly towards your goal and eat perfectly, right? You need oversight from somebody. At this mm -hmm. point, I've, I've been talking too much. I don't even know where I'm going at this point. So go ahead and jump in. No, you're good. I've been uh, taking some, definitely taking some notes off what you said and key points that I think. And uh, I think one being is, uh, you know, every basics need to be taken care of first, you know, before anyone takes a supplement, before anyone jumps into some crazy, some crazy training program, just master the basics first. Like any good athlete that you see, any good lifter that you see, anyone that's usually good at anything or at the top of what they do in anything is a master at the basics first. And then from that point, you start fine tuning the technical things, right? So if, why would you ever think about doing some sort of crazy squat workout when you never even squatted in your life? You know, learn how to squat first, get on a basic program and then kind of move in from there. Same thing with nutrition. I'm not a nutritionist. You're not a nutritionist, but you know, eat, we all know how to eat good food. I'm a firm believer in that. I think majority of people know what good food is, you know, and if you just start there, then you can kind of hone in on what your intake is. If you're trying to lose or gain weight, whatever, whatever that is. But, um, first master the basics. And then I think you can start tuning to specific goals from that point forward. And I think some people may ask, well, what, what's wrong with just going to the gym every day, doing the same, the same thing. I, this is what I do on Monday. This is what I do on Tuesday. This is what I do on Wednesday. This is what I do on Thursday. And this is what I do on Friday. I've been doing that for the last 20 years of my life. Okay. You know, I can't argue that you're moving and I will never argue that you're moving, but what I would argue is that if you want improvement program over those past 20 years, I guarantee you would be further than where you are now. 
that's the only thing I'm saying that a program is going to do. It's going to, where I think we're saying that it's going to allow you to increase performance and probably stay a little healthier in the long haul as well. What, what do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, uh, I think, I think program is very, very important and it's less, less like, okay, I'm going to throw a 12 week program at you. Um, three, two, one, go, let me know. Let me know how it goes for you. I don't think that's what people need. Um, I think people need, I really think people need, um, a coach. That's what I think, frankly, it's not easy for everybody to get it and for everybody to have that, you know, the, the resources to do that. But, um, it's almost invaluable, um, to have somebody who is going to see every single workout you do. They're going to see every single repetition. They're going to see every piece of heart rate data. They're going to see every interval you hit on the bike or the treadmill or the elliptical or, you know, the rower in the pool, whatever. Um, and having that, having someone who sees everything modifies future program for you, um, incorporates rest and recovery intelligently for you is almost vital to, um, health, um, and performance. Um, it, it's possible to do it on your own. Um, the people, the person that you just described the 20 years, five days a week, every Monday is the same. Every Tuesday is the same. We've all seen those people. If you're someone, if you have a gym membership, you probably worked out next to one of those people today already. <laughs> like those people yes. are everywhere. They do the same thing every single Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, just like you said. Um, and it's, it's not horrible, right? Because when it comes to exercise and training, something is always better than nothing. Some good and more is better right now there's a lot of gray area there in terms of more is better um but in a general sense some is good more is better if you're meeting a minimum standard then some is good more is better if you're not meeting it then you need to meet it so so you're so the sum that you are doing is actually good but we don't need to dive into those specifics but um Anyways, those people, yeah, they're moving. You can't fault them for it. If it's what they know and it's what they've done for 20 years, that's fine. Um, we're both big on injury prevention. And um, so the only big critique I would have to someone who does that is um, I would hope that they're at least open to some ideas for throwing in some preventive movements and exercises that would maybe help them avoid, um, you know, any type of potential injury just based on how they're exercising. Um, that's again, that's where just getting a little bit of oversight is probably very beneficial for someone like that. Muscle balance is really important. So if you don't know what you're doing, but you've been doing the same thing for 20 years, you might be walking with a limp or leaning too far forward and not know that you've been, you've been lifting way too much within this one specific muscle group versus another, you know, things like that, that the average exerciser is not going to think about. That's where a coach's value comes into play 
muscle balance, rest recovery, injury prevention. These are all super important things that most people don't think about on their own. And real quick, the other thing I was going to say in terms of, yes, we can do it on our own is it's possible to do it on your own, but it first requires a lot of knowledge and background um, and experience in making mistakes before you can do it right. And then when you can do it right, it still takes a continual ops, like a, a very critical observation of your own performance. And sometimes because it's yourself, you're going to give yourself more credit than you deserve. And that can lead to fluffing your program a little bit, um, taking more rest when you shouldn't, because there's no one looking at your program, but you. So, um, it's hard to do it yourself. You know, we can do it for other people and don't get me wrong. We can do it for ourselves too, but we can do it for other people. And those people are probably going to hit every single workout because they know that we look at what they're doing. If yeah, how, to, how many oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, if we were going to do that for ourselves, we're probably more likely to just kind of skip a set or drop the weight or take a day off and no one's watching us. Yeah, and how many times have I written something for myself and sent it over to you and say, hey, man, can you just take a look at this? Yeah. Um, tell me what you think. And, um, you know, it, you might point something out that I didn't even see. Um, I want to I go back to the, uh, the whole programming thing over the 20-year time frame. So the, the whole purpose of a program is progression over a series of time. So... Again, we're not going to knock the person that's doing the same thing because I, I don't I don't want to knock anyone that does physical fitness. I, I hate to do that and I won't do that. But if someone's out there listening that maybe, hey, I, I want to, I see the purpose in the progression overall. So I'm going to get a little nerdy here. You know, the purpose of lifting and being physically fit, especially as we, and I'm going to get into age a little bit. As we age, you know, it's constantly loading um, ourselves. So enhance, you get stronger, which your hopes bone density, right? So if you're doing the same thing over the course of X amount of time and you're never increasing your weight, you're never overloading yourself. So you're not really going up that far. So the purpose of a good program over the course of a long period of time, you look at where that person started, where they are in like 10, 15 years, it's going to be crazy from where they started to where they finish and the health benefits will be, you, you can't, it, they'll be phenomenal um, with a, with a good program. And you know, one that you're not going in the gym and getting hurt either one where um, it's building you not, not breaking you down. So I think that's, that's one thing people need to keep in mind too, when they think of a program over the course of time. Yeah. Um, I think building and not breaking down is a really good, a good way to put that. Mm -hmm. um, that concept of progressive overload is definitely something that's missed when you're, uh, I'd say more frequently when you're on your own and creating your own stuff. Mm -hmm. um, you might be less likely to, there's kind of two sides to that. You might be less likely to overload or you might be more likely to, before you're ready, you know, yeah, you're, you're probably not again, cause you're biased. You're not seeing it from a third 
a third party's perspective. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to be less likely to be completely honest with where you're at, whether it's super ready or super not ready, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So um, it's super beneficial to, to have somebody who, who can watch you and teach you movements. But like you said earlier, don't do a difficult squat program before learning how to squat. It makes you need somebody no- to teach you the squat first. And then you can start a squat program and working on your squat. It's, it's like apply that to anything health and fitness related. You need to learn how to do something before you can overload it or progressively overload it, like you said. And, and that's, where, that's where the value of a coach, you almost can't even put, you almost can't even put a value on it because mm-hmm. you, you need to have experience. You need to have a, like a scientific background to, that, that, um, you formally understand how to create and manipulate these variables so that you can ultimately get the best performance and or best health outcomes from your athlete or client. So um, I really don't think there's um, a better way to go about this or a quicker way. So if you're someone who's like, super stingy with money and that's fine if you are, but, um, you know, I'm, I'd rather just take the time and figure out how to do it myself. And, and then, um, you know, I don't need, I don't need to hire a coach. That's fine. It's going to take you a long time to figure out how to do this stuff. If you're trying to teach yourself how to back squat or deadlift, or heck, if you're trying to teach yourself how to clean, clean and jerk snatch, like we talked about last time. Good luck trying that without a coach. You know, if you don't have somebody there to teach you movements, to teach you progression, to show you why you're doing what you're doing and how it's going to work or, you know, work towards your goals, man, you, you could get lost real fast. So, um, yeah, I think, I think there's a caveat to that too, though. Um, I think um, I think there's a dichotomy there. Someone that does do that, I think they could also teach themselves tenfold, you know, and come out on the other side, you know, kind of with a with a lot of experience. Um, oh, exactly. That's that's the exact thing I think we're encouraging is mm-hmm. if you are going to do it, do it the right way. Get that experience that makes mm-hmm. you, you know, somewhat of you know we can call it an expert. But, you know, do it the right way. Don't push too fast. If you are someone who's going to do it, then, yeah, take your time and learn exactly what you need to learn so you do it right. The only downside is all I'm saying is it's going to take a lot of time, whereas if you're with a coach, they've already put that time in. They've already become the expert. They're going to put you on the right path without you having to take two years to learn how to do it the right way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. My my only point, yeah. Uh So – um, we're kind of, we're kind of at our time here. I think that was a pretty good, uh, little chat. Do you have anything else big? No, nothing crazy. I think if, if you're willing, if you want to get a coach, you know, pick out what your goals are and remember that when you go into a program, you're not going to be the master at everything at once. So don't, don't be thinking that, Hey, I want to drop 40 pounds, add 50 pounds to my squat and, run a five minute mile, (laughs) you know, you kind of pick, 
you know, you have that. Hey, and I, I've been guilty of that, of trying to want to do like 10 things at one time, especially when I was younger. And, you know, you're, you're running in a rat wheel and you don't, you, you usually don't, I have not, I did not see the vast improvements in my um, performance until I picked one or two things to get better at and that they could go hand in hand in. And if you're going to do it on your own, like you said, Hayden, kind of do it smart, go to the right resources, find someone that might be a free resource. Maybe there's a, someone that you know that, hey, can I train with you? And um, maybe they're not writing your programming or being a coach, but there's someone you can kind of kind of be your mentor, you know, through uh, through the path um, of training. And um, whatever you choose, just do it smart. And uh, like you said, our email is always open for uh, for questions or anything like that as well. Yeah, um, I love talking about programming. I think uh, it's fun. It's a it's not it's I, I don't want to make programming sound like it's rocket science it's not but it does it takes some common sense and you said like it, it takes a watchful eye and being able to step back and, and check the ego yeah i mean i i also want to just encourage people to not fall for the not fall for the quick fix um frankly there there just is none there's no quick fix there's no shortcut to your goal um and um you, you know, you, you'll see benefit in having somebody to hold you accountable, somebody to put you on the right path to teach you what's right, what's wrong. So kind of like you just said, if you can find a resource, a friend, a mentor, someone who's um, willing to work with you for a little bit, do it. Um, but you're, you know, if you want to do it on your own, be smart, um, take your time, do it the right way. Otherwise, find a coach, find, um, find somebody who can put you on the right path. Um, somebody who has that experience, that, that background knowledge. And, um, you know, like, like we said before, we're not currently offering anything at the moment. We absolutely will be in the future, but in the meantime, if you have questions about what you're doing, what your goals are, um, if what you're doing is right, if it's wrong, if it needs tweaked somehow, or you just want to take the first step, absolutely let us know. We will, you know, gladly assist as much as we can right now. And then in the future, we will absolutely be offering this service um, to our listeners and our community. So um, keep that in mind as well. That will be coming in the future. Um, but in the meantime, drop us an email, hillpursuit at gmail.com comment on the website anywhere you can comment on any any blog any blog post or on any of the podcast um links comment anywhere um you can find us on social and you can comment on our facebook and instagram at hill pursuit um and then you know this is episode 34 go back and listen to a few if you want we have some cool content um Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts. We have 33 other shows, so check them out. What else you got, Mitch? Yeah, you know, I was just thinking, um, I, th I think if I could play a song right now, it would be uh, No Easy Way Out from uh, from Rocky. I think it's Rocky IV. Um, if I had any way of uh, putting a song to this episode, uh, I think uh, I, I'd match it to that. So if you want to get a good summary of what we're talking about here, uh, go play that song. We might we might have to upload that song along with this this post today at some point. So, um, anyways, couldn't agree more. No easy way out. <laughs>
make sure you're taking the right path. Get somebody with a watchful eye. Use a coach. Reach out to us. Any and everything in between. Just be smart and be safe. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next time.